deciding who wins the game on this call. Under review. The call on the field stands. Touchdown. After review, it has been determined that the receiver did not maintain. Quarterback's arm is going forward. That's the worst call in the history of all sports. Welcome to another bad call, Super Bowl 53 edition, where the refs aren't the only ones who get it wrong. I'm your host, Justin West, and my sidekick here is a man who's never seen a ref make a call that he's agreed with, J.D. Dude, that was like the most winded game show entrance I've heard you do ever. It it was the it's the extra little <laughs> bump I added in there. Oh my goodness, man! It sounded like you need an inhaler after that. Oh, I just need to take another sip of my beer. Yeah, well, whatever works for you, man. How's it going? Oh, it's it's going great, and uh, you know we it's it's a special week. It's it's Super Bowl, it's Christmas week, football season, and uh, we we decided to bring back. Uh, one of our favorite guests, uh, Dave Jewart. Just so you know, this is under protest. I am somehow siding with New Orleans for the next, what, 96 hours. Well. Oh, good. I get to listen to this crybaby. All right, let's, let's go. No, I frankly don't. <laughs> I, I could give two, insert your favorite swear word, about this Super Bowl. Just in general, but we'll get into that. But well, literally, the, this the show's called like another a true bad Steelers call. Fan. Oh yeah, spoken <laughs> spoken like a true Steelers fan. I was gonna say this is still some bitterness carried over from the regular from the season. Jesse James call from the mother Jesse James call. I I bleeped it out for you. Hey, do you mean the one where he didn't catch the ball? You mean the one where he did catch? The ball? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Zoinks. Hi, well, I like the bears. <laughs> I like the bears. <laughs> well, as you can tell, we've got uh, we're amped up and uh, excited to be here with you, um, Dave. What you been doing these last uh, few months? Well, I've I've been losing a lot of uh, a lot of DraftKings uh, uh, dollars. I guess we'll pretend that it's not real money, right? <laughs> yeah. It helps. <laughs> it helps. Oh, I don't know, man. I had I had a a reasonable run middle of the season, and then it just uh, went down in flames. See, I I can't even say reasonable run. I had like a reasonable stretch before you might consider jogging <laughs> around the block, and that's all <laughs> I had this year. I I did like a two thirds of the season way. Uh, review of of my gameplay and i figured out that i should not play showdowns and i should only pretty much play cash and i'd be a pretty profitable player um yet i continue to play showdowns <laughs> there and, is. and i have not is. and i have not played much cash at all in the playoffs so um learning from my lessons i'm gonna have to do another like 
full season review, and it, I'm I'm pretty certain that I'll have a sixty plus uh, return, sixty plus percent return in cash, and and like a <laughs> negative three hundred percent in showdowns. So. Just so you know, for next year, you can actually look at the lobby without any entry fee over $10. So that Millie Maker isn't going to be sitting there staring you in the face. Yeah, actually, the Millie Maker, I had that one good week, and I think that probably put me even on the Millie Maker for the year. But uh, that, like I said, the showdown is what really, really sunk my Bismarck this year. <laughs> sunk my battleship uh so um (laughs) since we last talked there were two pretty awesome conference championship games and um not without controversy and so everybody by this time has hashed and rehashed the non-call on the uh, saints uh pass interference and Sean Payton has cried himself uh, enough to f- fill a river. And, he is uh, Justin Timberlaked. <laughs> all of his press conferences. Wow. <laughs> yeah, buddy. You know what? If we were more produced or more talented, we would totally insert a clip of that song right now. Cry me a river. Yeah, I'll just that was it. that you was know. totally not a clip. Just so. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible falsetto, man. So I don't know if anybody has anything new to add about that, but obviously bad call, something they need to review um, going forward as far as... Yeah, I I think my my point about that play is you you can't change it now, but I think there needs to be like an official in the booth who can buzz down on an egregious call and say, Hey, you got to fix this now. Well, here's my thing. It was a great decision by the player because he went for the foul. He's like, you're not scoring. Just we'll make it first and whatever from the, whatever. It was a brilliant, brilliant play. It was a terrible call. That's it. That's it. So what are you going to do about it? I really wish that Roger Goodell was going to invoke whatever, you know, fancy dancy powers that he thinks that he has or you can't, the, you, you, I, you can't yeah, do that. No, I, I, I wish that he would, because it would have made the NFL such a farce for the next whatever years. Yeah, I mean, it would have put such an extreme advantage to at the time. Well, I mean, the Patriots I, just it would have given them. A huge advantage because of the the extra time off. Look, it was an absolutely atrocious missed call. But if you go back and you watch that entire game, they were missing obvious calls left and right that entire game. (laughs) It was was terribly officiated the entire game. And to put it all on one call at the end of the game is just silly to me. It's just silly. I, I mean, they... The, um, McVeigh pointed it out. The, there was a face mask call that should have been called when the Rams were right there, the drive before that they could have gotten a go ahead touchdown. There was multiple helmet to helmet calls that were just flat out ignored. Like it was so poorly ref. How we can pick one call and say, 
oh, well, this cost them the game. Well, no, you gave up 20 points in the second half. That cost you the game. Yeah. Well, all I have to say is that in the offseason, you have enough, enough uh, content from that game to totally redo your open. <laughs> yeah. It well, will, no, because it'd to... be silence because there'd be no calls. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It'd be like That's another, funny. and then it would just be crickets. <laughs> yeah. Another non-call. There you go. I mean, I, you know I what? Think... We'd probably get more people to listen to crickets than they would listen to us. Uh, that's Come true. On. <laughs> Come on now. But I think one of the takeaways that I, I think that the NFL should look at is rather than try to assemble all-star referee squads in these uh, games as it windles down, th- they should just take the best graded crews and keep them together because yes. I think you'll get a better, better overall officiated experience rather than putting guys together who haven't worked together. So, um, I mean, it's the same thing. There was some bad calls in the other game, too. Any NFL game is going to have a missed call, and you can't be perfect, but uh, the uh, the phantom roughing the quarterback uh, blow to the helmet call that wasn't was pretty bad um, that they called for Brady, too. So, um don't get me started. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that's about enough of the recap. We do have a uh, – those were both good games, both overtime. I hope we can uh, get a similar uh, type of game for the Super Bowl. Uh, I think I, I glossed over this one little part because we've all been so good lately, but uh, I did crack a beer tonight, and I got two of them in front of me. I like that you said, I cracked <laughs> a beer, and I have two of them in front of me. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm I'm going to finish the first one, and I'll pour the second one. But uh, 18th, Street, 18th Street had a special release uh, last week, and I couldn't pass up. Uh, it was a four-pack that had two new releases in it. And one of them is called Blind Trust, and that's a milkshake IPA. Um, with mango, vanilla, and lactose. And that's the one I'm drinking right now. And the next one up is called Bubble Up, and it's a milkshake IPA with strawberry, vanilla, and lactose. So, yeah. You know, they've got another one coming out that they did a collaboration with the guys from Franklin House. I did see that. I did see that. So I, I've, yeah, I've been looking forward to that one. I've been refraining from drinking too much. I've been on this health kick, going to the gym, and eating right and losing weight and stuff, but it's Super Bowl week, so I, I'm going to allow myself to have a couple treats. I like it. I'm still drinking tea. <laughs> so, not a whole lot going on there with me. Nice. Um, one quick note. We are running a contest on DraftKings where it's a dollar entry, tournament, 50-person, single entry. If you sign up sign in just do a search for another bad call you'll you'll see it pop up and we will be giving out a t-shirt to the winner so yeah uh, it, the link has been posted to all of our social media accounts too so you can uh, just click through there if you want to do that as well absolutely um so let's uh 
talk a little bit. JD, did you have any luck uh, DraftKings wise during the conference championships? Sure. Uh, if by luck you mean I didn't lose my ass, um, I ended up washing actually both uh, during conference championship and because I have a problem, I played some showdowns during the Pro Bowl and ended up. Uh, like I said, breaking even both weeks. So I will consider that quite lucky, uh, especially in the Pro Bowl weekend because you that's a total crapshoot because uh, there's no guarantee for playtime. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'll take it. Yeah, I, I did not win uh, a single dollar back on the Pro Bowl and just as well because that was that was a joke. Um, did you play as well as Mitchell Trubisky did in the Pro Bowl? Um, I played worse. <laughs> oh, that's saying something. <laughs> I did not complete a pass. <laughs> I didn't come close to cashing. It was uh, that that game really. I don't even know why they do it anymore. They should just stick to the skills competition and do that live on Sunday afternoon because it's not even tackle football. I don't know. It's. I got all excited because I they kept replaying the Sean Taylor hit uh, on Twitter. Everybody was posting that link, and and that was probably the last real hit in a uh, Pro Bowl game. Uh, I don't know if it was last year, maybe two years ago. The there was a real good defensive game. I don't think it was last year because last year the score was like fifty to forty or something. There were some it, good hits like two years ago, maybe three years ago. Was it a good defensive game or a bad offensive game? No, it was, they were hitting people. It was good. Yeah. yeah. So maybe I shouldn't say good defensive game. It was good tackle football. Well, at this point, you know, the, the, they touch the guy and the rest blow the whistle dead. So it's pretty pitiful. Well, depending uh, on what team you play on, they do that during the regular season too. Right, Dave? What? <laughs> Wake up, Dave. It's cold, uh, man. Yeah, it is. So, mm. hopefully is. hopefully we have some uh, better success on the Super Bowl showdown slate. I think it's, uh, it's pretty interesting because there's quite a few options. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, talk about... Uh, who you guys like in that game? Um, we're looking at Patriots and Rams. You got the juggernaut uh, evil empire versus the new up and coming. Though, I don't know, Sean McVay might be almost as unlikable as Bel- Belichick in a different kind of way. Is that possible? Oh. We'll we'll come back to that because I'm I'm very curious what you need to talk to your therapist about on that one. But um, yeah, this is an interesting one because you got totally two different sides of a coin here between uh, Brady Belichick and and Goff McVay. Uh, you always want to go towards experience, but I don't know McVay's pretty pretty good at what he does. Oh, I certainly had a lot of success. I think that sometimes he's been getting a little between his ears, so to speak. But uh, he he tries to overdo some stuff. It's it's a little too much C.J. Anderson for me lately. Oh, there it is. 
There it is. There, <laughs> there it is. There's that deep-rooted, right-on-the-surface thing of somebody played Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson got to play more. Well, it's not. No, it's not that. I mean, it's like, why wouldn't you play the guy who's basically been the MVP of the last two seasons? Well, you you heard him. You heard what he said, right? Todd Gurley said, look, I was playing like garbage. I'm paraphrasing now. These aren't quotes. So uh, they handed the ball off to CJ instead. Okay, sure, whatever. So wait, you're, you're telling me you don't buy it? Well, I, I understand he dropped a pass. But I think he's he needs to get his touches. So it, it's it's interesting that if you go back a mere what six weeks, it was it was team jam him in with Gurley anytime he was on a main slate, and you would really hope that you could just say "eff it," I'm going to spend the 18k or whatever it is officially but I'm just paraphrasing, on Gurley in the captain spot, soak up all those points and figure out what else you can fit in. But now, you are the team that was always, okay, here's our stud, we're going to ride him, at least running back-wise, versus Belichick, I have no clue who I'm playing at running back, and you might not even know, and he might not even be on the roster on Friday. And next thing you know, he has 14 touches and, and two touchdowns. So it was like, thank Jeebus, at least there is one team in the Super Bowl that is going to have a, well, going to not have running back by committee. And now you're just straight effed. Like, you can easily pick the wrong guy on both sides of the ball. Yeah, so... Yeah, but you, can, you can also argue that you could not miss... Because it's highly possible that all five have decent games for their price. Um, I don't think all five can have decent games. You're you're not going to get three guys on New England that have decent games. I mean, if it's forty points, I mean, if the I mean, what are we talking over, about here? If, I mean, the over, if the over under goes sixty five, or the total goes sixty five, yeah, maybe. But I mean, you're. You're high-priced guys. If you miss, you're screwed. And, and uh, I know that that's that's you know earth-shattering news. So but. so at just a breakdown of this this uh, showdown slate. Uh, it's real interesting that your highest-priced guy is Julian Edelman at ten eight, followed up by Brady and then Goff, and and Gurley is the fourth fourth highest in that so i i mean that's quite a departure from what we've seen in the past oh, you mean all season of course absolutely so this game has got a what's a total right around 56 and a half 57 um the uh patriots are favored by two and a half I was looking at some stuff, and these are two of the uh, faster-paced teams in the uh, regular season. Actually, uh, New England was the second fastest, and uh, and L.A. or whatever, wherever.
were they had the Rams were the fourth as far as uh, plays per game. So I think this this one could really open up and and shoot out and 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 go go over. But uh, we'll get to that when we get some props. Which uh, obviously Brady, you know the the guy's got more experience in the Super Bowl than just about any other you know conference you could add up all the other uh quarterbacks in the conference right now and and he's got more super bowl experience so um obviously he he's been there he's he's a little bit older he's not been coming up with the huge plays very been methodical um but is jared goffer goff goffer is goffer in consideration for you Goffer. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's like you got a you got a Skywalker Vader type of situation here. Um, I'm I'm going golf on this, and the reason being is that the the Patriots the last couple weeks, <clears throat> even towards the end of the season, went heavier run game instead of making Brady do it all or letting Brady do it all, depending on how you want to look at it. Uh, and I don't see any reason why they try to switch that unless this game turns into a track meet early. So uh, I think the better play from a DFS side is to go with Goff. Just a hunch. Well, I think you're playing. I think you're playing both. I think correct. I mean, if you're only picking one lineup, yes, you're playing both. Yeah, I guess it depends on how much, how many lineups you decide to build. Um, it's well. Here you go. Maybe we should look at it this way. If we have to pick, we're they're both going to go in the lineup. Which one are you putting in your captain spot? Uh, well, the I mean, the price is not um, not that big of a difference between the two. So. I'm probably putting Brady in there. Goff just has not been the same ever since Cooper Cup was out. Um, so I, I'm going Brady. I'm going the man with the experience. I, he's he's hungry after losing it last year. And uh, to me, he's gonna he's gonna get it. Well, you know they're the underdogs. Who's the underdog? That's according to ESPN. That's their that, that's their mentality. Oh yeah, according yeah. They're the underdogs. According to the Patriots, they're the underdogs. Yeah. Because nobody likes them. Yeah. Except true for that, that. Except for that small northeast corner of the country. Yes. So. Uh, Running back, we, we already touched on it a little bit, but uh, with Gurley, Anderson, White, Michelle, and Burkhead, it's kind of weird. What, what do you think is the contrarian play here? Because James Devlin. 
James Devlin. Okay, you, you kidding me? You, you, you go ahead and you know what his rushing yards. You you asked the question. I gave you the answer. Really? <laughs> that was not an option. First of all, you know what his um, James Devlin's prop for the Super Bowl I think is at three and a half yards. I'll take it. I'll take the under. I'll totally take the over. Wait, I'll take. I'll, I'll take all, the over. All purpose yards. All purpose are, you, are you trying to like be like, hey, kick return yards? But well, then yeah, I take the over. Oh no, thanks. He could have four four rushes for one yard, which is over three and a half. No, it's not. Not. I mean, one yard total, four attempts. Oh, one, one yard, yard total. total. Yeah. Yeah, I'd take the over. Anyway, we'll come back to it. Yeah. So, um, the, the contrarian is Burkhead. I mean, if you're going to rule out Devlin, then I say Burkhead. I don't know. He's With the touchdowns he's been getting, I, to me it's James White because uh, they've the Patriots have really been featuring that Sony Michelle-Rex Burkhead tandem, and, and James White seems to be kind of forgotten here. Um I think I probably, when I build lineups, if I build 10, I'm going to be heavier on James White and Todd Gurley. And I don't even, I, I feel like at this point, picking those two is more contrarian than if you would put Anderson and uh, Michelle in. See, and, and I'd argue that if you're going to attack the Rams, it's not going to be running up the middle the way the Patriots have been lately, so you're going to have to do a little bit more James White to the outside. Well, I'm not really disagreeing with that. What I'm saying is that the way that the Patriots have been running their offense in the last three games that they've played is it's been almost completely uh, through Sony Michelle. And the Belichick way is to be like, oh, hey, guess what you think we're going to do? And then I'm going to play a guy that's been on my practice squad all year, and he's going to be amazing. So Corderell Patterson is going to be the leading rusher for... Did you say Corderoy Patterson? <laughs> Corderoy Patterson. Corderell. Corderell Patterson. Cor- Cordell. Cor- Cordell. Cordell. Teddy Ruxpin. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Back on the rails. Yeah. <laughs> Justin's the only one trying to keep this one moving forward with football. Uh, well, because I want to get to the silly stuff. So Yeah, there you go. Wait, <laughs> get to? Yeah, well, it's all silly. All right, I'll, I'll hold it together. Let's go. <laughs> Wide receiver. Dave, who do you like? Well, I mean, the obvious one's Edelman. I, 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 I think legit... He could be the best player in your captain spot overall. Um, what? This is like their nineteenth Super Bowl together. Is that right? Because it's because it because it sounds, ju- sounds, right, yeah. sounds right. Because right? Julian Edelman is just Wes Welker in a different jersey, from what I understand. Something like Sorry. that. Something like that. But but no, but, um, but way more douchey. But exactly. 
Yeah, I was. Uh, I was Wes watching Welker something. was kind of likable. Yeah, and and you know, <laughs> I was watching something where Edelman followed Brady to to California whenever he was still in the practice squad or something like that because he wanted to uh, potentially be there just in case Tom Brady needed someone to to uh, throw balls to while he was in L.A. I don't know. It was weird. No. Made me shake my head. At any rate, um, <laughs> I mean, I, I think a lot, just my gut, but I think a lot of people are going to shy away from Edelman because of the price tag and, you know, jump on, um, I mean, re- really probably look more towards towards Gronk. Um my my go to though, uh, Penn State's own Chris Hogan. He uh, he's he's a national hero. Um, he catches one ball a game. Sometimes it's for a seventy five yard touchdown. I I was gonna say what what do you go to Chris Hogan? Is he like your weed dealer or something? <laughs> he might be. <laughs> okay, that no, wasn't it's, that it's, wasn't a denial. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the FedEx driver. Um, I mean, he, I mean, he is from oh, Happy Valley. Now you're getting FedEx in trouble too. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so just like JD said, Belichick always pulls something where you don't, you don't expect this person to make as big of an impact, right? Like all the talks around, does, does Gronk still have it? You know, Edelman and Brady have this uncanny chemistry and uh, they have 7,000 running backs, all of which can do whatever. And you know as well as I that it's going to be some dude who we haven't heard of who catches two touchdowns for, or catches two balls for, or sorry, six balls, 65 yards and two touchdowns and ends up being MVP like Deion Branch. No, I, I will. We'll get to that. That just tells you how long these guys have been in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that. I, I just referenced. I'm going. Con- yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's how long they've been going to the Super Bowl. It was because you just pulled out a Dion Branch reference. <laughs> uh, I. It leaned towards the contrarian side on this one too, uh, because I'm dumb, and <laughs> I yes I will have Edelman in all of my lineups because the volume is there. I don't know how you don't, uh, but I I like on the other side I like playing Brandon Cooks, even though the Patriots are familiar with him. Brandon Cooks revenge game. Is it really revenge? I mean, the guy's just like, hey, I'm going to go get my money here and play really well, and then I'm going to go get my money here and play really well. And the guy's living the dream right now. Yeah, he's certainly uh, moving kind of up the ladder. I don't know. Well, I guess maybe after you leave the Patriots. But he, he didn't lose much by going to the Rams in that offense. Uh, well, I argue the Patriots were like, uh, Tom's not going to throw deep balls that much anymore, so – we don't need you. <laughs> well, they got the, they got a cheaper version in Philip Dorsett, and and he's the only guy who's caught touchdown passes in the playoffs so far. So, um, I just want it to be like on public record that you just said Philip Dorsett is like a poor man's Brandon Cooks. Uh, 
Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of did, but I mean, are you going to dispute that? The eyeball test will. Uh, he's, I mean, he's he's had like, what, four decent games? And, and thus he's the poor man's dorsal. It's because they don't go to him that much. Like you just said, he doesn't throw it deep that often. He's, he's throwing uh, Edelman, who might be... He's de- I would say definitely in the top three route runners in the NFL. He's always exactly where he needs to be. Um, and it, I, I agree with Dave. He's hard not to use in that captain spot. I, I you know, kind of want to spread out a little bit. And Robert Woods is my favorite pick on the Rams. I think that guy is just uh, super consistent because he does run – uh, a lot in the slot, yet um, he'll get some touches in the running game and, and, and every now and then a, a deep ball. So um, it the, the, the great thing about this game is there are a lot of viable options. So you might not have to share with 2,000 of your best friends if, if you were to get the uh, top scoring lineup. It might only be like 20. Well, yeah, because only you and 19 of your best friends are going to play Devlin. No, not, not <laughs> me. That's JD. And, I, and for the record, I only have six total friends, so I can't <laughs> I can't really hit the, the 19 best. And, and two of them are on this podcast. <laughs> hey, we're friends. Hey, Yay. we're friends. <laughs> oh, I'm happy now. <laughs> Chris, Chris Hogan just pulled up in a FedEx truck, so I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I, I tell you what, I think that I'm going to play a lot of Gronk in this game because I think this might be his, like, farewell. Oh, this is his swan song, dude. This- Would you say you're going to play him in 69 lineups? What a moron. Did you see that story? About no. the, the reporter asking him what his favorite number was? And it was a female reporter, and he was like, oh, yeah, she knows what my favorite number is. Just ask her. And then it, later on, he goes, if you multiply six times nine and then add six and then add nine, yeah, that's my favorite number. <laughs> this, this is at a Super Bowl press conference. Did he did he invoke Bill and Ted? Good. 69, dude. Hey. I, I hope there was at least somebody in the crowd that just whispered to their reporter, like, nice, afterwards. <laughs> I mean, the thing of yeah. it is, is that Sorry. it's not a secret. Everybody knows he's kind of a big dummy, and everybody knows his favorite number is 69, so. <laughs> what a turd. I love him. Uh, he's great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> The only professional athlete to have your own booze cruise. I mean, come on, man. Wait, 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 wait. I mean, the Vikings try. I was going to say, the Vikings uh, (laughs) have the corner on that market. That was a different type of cruise. I don't think that was really a booze cruise. No. That was more of a who's in your mouth cruise. Are you (laughs) playing either of these Rams tight ends? I mean... I can't pick the right one on any given week, so. That's what she said. I saw 
Oh boy. I saw uh, an interesting stat and I can't remember where, uh, who wrote it. It was, it was on Twitter, of course, because the internet is true all the time, uh, that was going over snap counts. And Gerald Everett is out snapping Higby, but Higby is getting more targets. So that's, it's, that's it's hard hitting. Yeah, right? <laughs> I know. Like, I should have that, like, 2020 music going. Totally. That's a that's what we call a deep dive. Yeah, right? Did you like those numbers I just oh, gave you? Man. I'm all about the math today. I gave you I gave you sixes and nines and some multiplication. Last gen but, stats. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go with Everett though, again, just because it, it, when you're on the field that much more, you would think at some point in time it's going to pay off. Sure. And if I'm wrong, I don't have to guess again until next season. <laughs> there you go. Sure. I think or, I think your biggest contrarian play, if if you want to make a contrarian play, is uh, is the defenses in either on either side. Um, I, I just think that uh, they're going to be super overlooked because of. Um, the offensive weapons that are in this game. So if if you want to throw some money away, put some defense in the captain spot or something. You never know. Two defensive touchdowns, all of a sudden you're uh, differentiated quite well having them in the captain spot. So that's fun. How many lineups have you gentlemen built so far? I have built... Two so far. Uh, I was just messing around, so I think I've probably built like seven, but I haven't clicked save on any of them. And <laughs> and of those lineups, how many of them have a defense in it? Zero. Fearless leader, how many of your lineups have? Of the two that I've actually built and settled on, they don't have defense. And that's what I was getting at there. If you want to be contrarian... I don't think very many people are going to have defenses in their in their builds. So I will tell you I have two lineups as well and one of them does have the Rams defense in it. But it also has James Devlin. So <laughs> are you, is is this a low ball tournament that you found or something? <laughs> it doesn't have James Devlin in it. Calm down. That'll be my next I, one. I don't believe you, but okay. <laughs> Is anyone playing Brian Hoyer? <laughs> no, but I might play Johnny Hecker. Hey, guy can throw a ball. Has anyone even, like, remotely thought kicker? I might. Zerline could be a, a definite he's, uh, option. He's hurt. I know he's been injured, but I thought they said that he's going to play. Well, yeah, he's going to play, but I mean, you're, you're talking about a kicker that injured his foot. It's it's dangerous. Yeah. I don't know. He's got the leg, Greg the leg. So, if you had to pick a defense, which defense do you take? Because I've battled on this one. So I'm curious where you guys stand on this. I am going to take the Patriots defense because 
I think Jared Goff is more prone to make a mistake. I I have I I'm still taking the Patriots defense, but because Brady gets the ball out of his hand too fast, you're not going to get you're not going to get the sacks that you think you're going to get with the Rams defense. Yeah, I, I mean his release time is so quick, like you said. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see one how Aaron Donald plays in this moment. I mean, because the guy is just a beast. Uh, is he going to have that like Von Miller type of game? I understand it's a completely different position, you know. But Von Miller took over a game a couple years ago, uh, and even if they don't sack him. Uh, we've seen what happens to Brady once you hit him a couple times. Right, he cries. So I'm going to be... What are you talking about? Yeah, they, until they, the, they, until they, the, they throw a flag. Until the, the flag comes out in the second half, yeah. yeah you right. can get away with it in the first half, second half it gets a little dicey. Um, so I, I'll be real real curious to see if they don't hit him a couple times where he starts making mistakes. I mean, he did just throw two interceptions in Kansas City. So, and you know, we know what that defense has been like all year. Oh. Well, here, here's here's what I, I want to say. I've been listening to a lot of uh, Sirius XM radio this week, NFL channel, uh, what, Jim Miller, Ross Tucker, uh, those guys. They, they keep bringing up this stat, uh, you know, Brady's got 100 and whatever – pass the rating when the rush comes from the outside but when or when he gets pressure from the outside but it's it's like 60 when he gets pressured from from the middle uh, one thing I, I really haven't had a chance to test though is I think that's probably pretty true of most quarterbacks you get pressure in a quarterback's face that's when they're gonna have their worst statistics. So right, <laughs> I I mean, but it, I'm, it depends on which generation of quarterback you're looking at. I mean, a lot of the guys coming out now make much better throws once you move the pocket. Yeah, but they move the pocket by design, so that that's I don't know. That's kind of I I agree that if you get pressure up the middle, it's it's good. But at the same time, it's the same issue that Drew Brees had and I don't think that I I think they just had a pretty piss poor game plan uh, after they got up big last week but um, regardless I think we've kind of uh, driven these plays into the ground so let's move on to Super Bowl 53 another bad call prop contest how about that all right. We're all three going to record um, our picks, and I I will keep track here, and uh, we'll we'll see who can come up a a winner. I mean, so number one, will either team score in the first six and a half minutes? Yes. JD says yes. Yeah. Yes from Dave. I think that's that's a 
three three for here. So I'm I'm gonna say yes as well. Let's go ahead and rotate the answers. So Dave, you'll go first on this one. Which team will got it? Which team will score first? Rams. Rams. Uh, and I'm gonna take the Patriots. I'm gonna go with the Patriots as well. Which team will use coaches challenge first? I'm gonna go Rams. Yes, Rams. Sweep it. Because they'll have to. <laughs> now we're gonna get into a couple of over unders here. Longest touchdown of the game over under forty six and a half yards. Ooh. Over. Under. I'm going to say under on this one as well. Longest field goal of the game, over under 45 and a half yards. Over. Yes, over. I'm, I'm under on this one. All right, here's a fun one. How many songs will be played during the halftime show? Is this over under or just have to pick? This is a pick. I could have done over under, but I think it's more fun to kind of get a little bit of range here. So you're just you're not talking about a complete song. You're just talking about how many different songs will be sung within the ten minute medley that they do. Correct. Okay. And who's up for? Is this one me first? You are. I'm going to go with eight. Well, if they don't cancel the show, it's still Maroon 5 and Travis Scott, right? And plus maybe anybody else who sneaks on stage. Six. Is this closest without going over? Uh, Price is is right style? Price is right. It's just closest. You don't have to pick a different. You seven, can pick the same seven. number if you wanted. Going, going seven. Seven. Splitting the difference. Yeah. TPIR, baby. Number seven. Over under on the national anthem by Gladys Knight. One minute forty-seven seconds. Am I up? J. Yeah. Under. Under. Over. I will take the under. We got some more over-unders here. Yardage totals. Tom Brady passing yards. Over-under 291 and a half. Under. I'm over. uh, Sorry. I'm over. That was an exasperated over. (laughs) I got excited. How many how many yards did he pass for last last year? More than five hundred. Like six hundred forty-six. Yeah. They still lost. I don't know. They still lost. Yeah. So. Sony Michelle rushing. Yeah, they... Sony Michelle rushing yards over under seventy-seven and a half yards. I am going under. Ooh. 
I'll go under. I don't like it, but I'll go under. Over. Rob Gronkowski receiving yards over under 55 and a half. If you would have said 69. Let's just say I did not make these up on my own. Gonna... You actually pulled real props. Uh, come on, man. Comedic timing, man. You could have, you could have oh. sunk that one. All right. What, what was it? 55 and a half. 55 and a half. I guess I'm first, right? Um, I, yeah, yeah. I'm going over. I'm over. Yes, that's another exasperated over. Jared Goff passing yards, 281 and a half. Uh, it's me. This one's close for me. Um, I'm tempted to say under. I think that's probably the smart money, but I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over, too, because I think he has to if they're going to win. Yeah, sweep it. Todd Gurley rushing yards. Over, under. And this one one shocked me. Either I want you guys to... Guess what you think the number is before I tell you what the number is that I'm going to give you. 34 and a half. Okay, so what it should be is about 44 right now. What it's likely going to be is in that 96 area. I'm going to, I'm going to say it's Stay in the Stay away 96. from sports betting, J.D. It's 57 and a half. Well, it's not. I don't understand why that's shocking at that why point in time. He hasn't done why, anything for. Did you say it should be ninety for three games? But yeah, I mean, if we're talking the entire season, yeah. We're talking about this game specifically. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> thank you, thank you, genius, for explaining that to me. <laughs> professor over here. Absolutely. Anyway. Over. You're up fifty-seven and a half. Over. Over. Okay, that's a sweep. Number 13. You were correct, though. I should stay away from sports betting. (laughs) Number 13, Brandon Cooks receiving yards. Over under 75 and a half. (sighs) Under. I'm going with over on this only because I picked the over with Goff. Samesies. And he can do it in one or two catches, too. So, But I did take the under on that longest touchdown. So. <laughs> uh, I'm sticking with the over. Which team will score last? And I'm going with the Rams. I'm going to say the Rams as well. Patriots. In the last, like, 10 with seconds. Four, with four seconds left. <laughs> Steve Guskowski, Steve 57 and a half yards. Who will be named Super Bowl MVP? Whose turn is it? 
yours. It's, yeah. It's yours. Cool. Uh, Todd Gurley. Adam Vinatieri. <laughs> that would be a minor Dion Branch. Minor upset. Dion Dion Branch would have been a better would have been a better joke. I apologize. It's all right. Clearly, FedEx has been to your house before they got to mine. <laughs> David Tyree. Oh. Also, Dude, FedEx will not Tyree. be sponsoring our podcast anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> I think I it's a pretty a, safe I'll... bet that FedEx won't be listening to our podcast. Uh... <laughs> oh, Lord, that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, I'm totally um... going to tag FedEx when I post the episode. Dude, Please. FedEx, Chris Hogan, <laughs> the weed industry. Yeah. It's cannabis. Like Colorado. Cannabis. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, the number 69. I, we got them. They're, they're all over the place. Yeah. Speaking of uh, this being com- completely uh, fraternity house, let's just say Gronkowski. I know I said Edelman. But I'm oh, wow. Gronkowski. Yeah, I'm going Brady. I think that there's probably. Oh, well. I mean, that's like the easiest, I think, bet there is. If Smart you, one. If you think the Patriots are going to win. And that's the final question is we're going to give game winner and total. Does couldn't care less count? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, total? Total points. Total, po- right. total points and game winner. I am predicting a snooze fest. Totals 49. Patriots win. Oh, God, that freaking hurt. (laughs) And I'm taking the Patriots, but I'm thinking this one smashes, and I'm going to go with... Man. I said... Earlier when I came up, I'm not going to go quite that high, but I'll go 65. Wow. I'm going Rams 54. All right. There you have it, folks. That is our prop bet session. We'll be sure. Did that include the James Devlin prop bet? (laughs) No. Yeah, we did not get the James Devlin that was not in my list, James. That was just because uh, I had, know too much about what the props are going into this game. <laughs> All right, JD, over under three and a half yards, Devlin. Oh, over. Uh, over under half a touchdown. Mm, under. Oh, over under one and a half receptions. Under. There you go. You got three props. Wait, when when you said JD, did you mean James Devlin or myself? I just, just want to know. I just want to know You're how many receptions same, I won't be getting exactly. at, at the, during the Super Bowl. <laughs> you're you're one in the same. Yeah, yeah. We're we're built almost the same. Well, I'm dude, six three. He's probably not six foot. We're both probably two forty, but one of us is really strong, and it's not—it's <laughs> not me. <laughs> hey, dude, dude's got a killer beard. Did you look at his picture on freaking uh, on on DraftKings? His his I, player I picture. 
So he looks also, like a lumberjack. Like if you put you put uh, some flannel on him, one of those nifty knit caps, he could be either a lumberjack or a hipster. Well, that's kind of like if you're on the Patriots at this point, you have to have a beard, right? And be a hipster. James, that, oh, that is a that is a good. Isn't beard. it killer? That's a good beard. Yeah, it is. This, this is hard hitting stuff we're discussing. Right <laughs> that now. is that is a man's beard, is what that is. Oh, well. That is one. Yeah. Wow. So our initials are the only thing that we have in similar. <laughs> in Wonderful. Well, do you, either of you have any uh, last thoughts or um, reminiscences? Or I don't even. That's not even a word. But anything else that you want to say <laughs> about next up this house <laughs> about this game? Uh, I, I, I well, one. Say, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Okay. Uh, corduroy reminiscence will be my new screen name for one. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going to go with. Uh, two, with, with everything we talked about and all the options that we can go and, you know, your team may not be in this and whatnot. Even if you don't play, enjoy this game as much as possible because after this, that's it until next season starts. So whatever you need to do to enjoy this game, uh, responsibly do such. If if you're not gonna get into the AAF, which uh, maybe we will, maybe we won't. I don't know. Oh, look at that little tease! <laughs> look at that tease, like a pro. So. Yeah, that, that's my only thing. Just enjoy the game as much as possible, regardless of where you lie with uh, DraftKings or rooting for a team, because you know this is it for top-notch football as we know it at this time until next season. I I am 100% proud of myself that I did not drop an F-bomb and Tom Brady in the same sentence throughout this whole podcast. <laughs> well, we thank you for not dropping Tom Brady as well. <laughs> I wish I could drop Tom Brady. Uh, well, I, I, I'll... And, and Rob Gronkowski president that's it <laughs> i will uh go ahead and second what jd said here enjoy the game uh whatever it is it the super bowl is always a a fun great spectacle however you decide to spend the game watching whether it's with friends or um by yourself or family or you know whatever in your local sports book uh gambling away your dreams who knows? Um, but uh, it's it's certainly uh, it's it's a fun time and and the last uh, really good football there is until until the fall. So uh, enjoy it. And I would like to uh, also add that um, I need Tom Brady to pass the ball to Julian Edelman and James White for touchdowns so that I can win more money in my playoff fantasy league. So um, that, that's really what I'll be rooting for. <laughs> Hashtag greedy. I'll be, I'll be hedging my bets by playing the other guys <laughs> on DraftKings um, and rooting for whatever numbers I end up with on whatever squares I, I committed myself to. <laughs> uh, if that wasn't a commercial for Gamblers Anonymous, I don't know what was. Uh, but 
Anyway, um, we'd like to thank Dave Jewert for joining us. We're, we're glad that you could. It's always fun when you do, and we'll definitely be having you on again next season. Dave, why don't you tell the people where they can find the things that you do on the internet? On the Whoa. <laughs> Where's that going? <laughs> Disney. Disney, right? Yeah, 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 yeah I'm with you. Family. No, oh, I... Uh, oh, whoa. Uh, to, to to be to be serious for a minute, and then I'll get back to being an a hole. Um, thank you for having me on, guys. It was it was fun this year. I know we have a a good time, kind of behind the scenes, plus uh, with our DraftKings league. Um, it's it's a lot of fun, and I look forward to it every year, and definitely look forward to doing this again next year. Um, I uh, you can find me on the Twitter. At uh, NDPA Ruguy, if you want to potentially look at like one year old tweets about last year's DFS stuff. Um, <laughs> but uh, you, you can find me on the mean streets of the uh, Disney enthusiast uh, tw- Twitter sphere, I- interwebs, whatever you want to call it. Um, I know, right? Uh, uh, YouTube, Brandy and Dave, uh, Instagram twitter of the same so check out the content there uh that's what i'm going to be spending most of my off season doing is uh content more content more content but uh thanks again for having me guys appreciate it absolutely dave does some fantastic stuff he's got some great tips if you're gonna take a trip or or uh just are interested in what's happening down at disney uh, great to have you again jd how about you? Where do you want people to find you? Nowhere. But um, you can find <laughs> me uh, in the usual spots, Twitter and Instagram, at JDWest22. Uh, as always, uh, the interaction is everything. Uh, that'll really help us out. So any any shares, reviews, uh, please pass them along and uh, get in that contest. You know, 50 people. Let's Let's get it. Come show that you're smarter than us. Absolutely. My personal accounts on Twitter are at Justin M. West. Instagram is JMW1977. I really want to thank everybody for a great season. Uh, We've had a great time. We've learned a lot. We are going to be dedicated to improving ourselves in the offseason. But this is not going to be the end of another bad call. We will be bringing you content, a podcast, once a month is our plan during the off season. We're going to try to get some guests on uh, some new content, exciting stuff. And we will be vowing to get you more content during the season next year. Uh, good information, data, fun stuff. Uh, we appreciate everybody that has supported us, who continues to support us. Future listeners, we do have t-shirts, uh, pretty nice, uh, comfortable, good-looking t-shirts. If you want, get in touch with us. You can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Another Bad Call. Email us, anotherbadcall at gmail. Check out the blog, anotherbadcall.com. For JD and Dave, I am Justin. Keep on listening so we can help you avoid making another bad call.